Um, yeah. I don't know why y'all always have to make each other wear it. I'm recording as if I'm like trying to catch all. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> You know, let's see who works for Trump. Like, I'm not, guys. That's not, no, <laughs> I'm no. Just, I just started. Just, just good you know, to know. I just started it just so y'all can, you know, be ready. Like, you know, that's. Uh, I need to know because ready. the fact that you have um, all of this footage of me um, in your in your collection forever. You have, you have, you have yeah. it too. It's it's really gonna hurt her. <laughs> It's really gonna hurt her campaign. For I've time. said some really crazy things on this podcast, by the way. Yeah. If you remember, this is gonna come up in ten years when you're running for Congress. <laughs> exactly. Hear, hear what Kelly said. Exactly. I think I think I think you'll be okay. You haven't said anything crazy. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> I'll keep it that way. <laughs> you guys are sorry. I mean, yeah, you you guys would think I was the feds the way you guys treat me when this record button comes on. <laughs> Y'all are like, he is oh, trying no. to catch us sinning. Right. It's okay, it's okay. I just like that Kelly's like, I've said some bad things here. I've had some real bad things here. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're fine. All There's right. a reason why I removed the tags. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get started. <laughs> Welcome to Kennel 2 Newton. All right. Um... Well, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Worst Ones Podcast. Uh, my name is Rudy Wilson. I am a preacher's kid. We got Terry Wayne. He is a preacher's kid. Janessa Rowland, she's a preacher's kid. And, of course, Kelly Lee. You guys should switch first name, last name. That would be dope. Um, so you can be Kelly Rowland, but I was getting that. Kelly Rowland. Um, but <laughs> you know, but I used to tell people I that I was my that, cousin. And I'm super white. And I still <laughs> get that reference. Everybody well, we got- loves Destiny's Child. The four members and the three. Um, well, we got Kelly Lee here. Um, how you guys doing? How's everybody feeling? Good. I'm doing well today. It's the day before Thanksgiving. Yep. Just working hard to take a vacation. Yep. <laughs> gotcha. 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 The hardest so you- working holiday of the year. Right. We, we, we were talking, I guess, a little bit offline. Everybody was talking about, I guess, cooking plans and stuff. So I'm, I'm definitely the one person who's not cooking anything. Um, so um, I don't have any experience with this. So I guess we can just go around real quick. You guys can actually say it here on camera, your little, I guess, your contribution to whatever you're doing uh, tomorrow. So we can start with you, Tara. You're pretty proud of your, uh, <laughs> your, well, your bakery you got going on here. Well, no, I, well, I do, I do like to cook a lot. Anybody that follows me on Facebook or Instagram knows that I cook a bunch and I, I like following chefs and things like that. And normally this this holiday I'd be frying the turkey, right? Because that's typically how I do. But I it's kind of a pain in the butt and my sister wants to try something else. So I said, you take the turkey, I'll take desserts. So I'm making three pies uh, and, and my famous gravy. That's what I'm making for, for Thanksgiving. Yes. What kind of pies? Uh, I am making a pecan pie. Ooh. I am making a pumpkin pie out of fresh pumpkins, not canned bullshit. And uh, okay. and I'm making my black and blueberry pie. Uh, hmm. yeah, well, my black and blue pie. That's my would, uh, claim to fame. Will any of them be complete before we end this podcast? I would love to see. Oh, man. Uh, I, I will pull up a photo of my black and blue pie because it's on my Instagram. So I can do okay. that and share my okay. screen. But that's the best I can do. Gotcha. But no, they will not be complete. <laughs> Just wondering. 
I do uh, I do crust from scratch, so it takes hours. Yeah. Yeah, fancy. That's right. I see you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Janessa, what about you? Um, so this is my first year attempting collard greens. And <laughs> so I know. Sorry. Collard greens? <laughs> collard greens? <laughs> so collard greens is my first year. I'm going to channel all the ancestors. So right. <laughs> <laughs> channel my grandmother. Just follow me. Just follow me. Uh, but I'm doing collard greens. I'm doing deviled eggs, and, which is another thing I'm doing for the first time. And I'm doing peach cobbler, which I've done before. So, got you. I oh, like I a good love I, peach cobbler. I love I, a good peach cobbler. I was gonna say I like a good deviled egg. I mean, I like peach cobbler too. But like, Excellent. I ain't gonna lie. Like, deviled eggs. If you if they good, if you sit a whole tray next to me, I'm clearing them out. Eat the whole lie. thing. <laughs> you know what somebody? Thing. You know what somebody just recently introduced me to? This, uh, a girl I'm seeing now. Uh, uh, she said, well, I'll bring deviled eggs. And she's like, mine are weird. And I said, what's weird about them? She's like, well, I put a little shrimp, little cooked shrimp and a little crab meat in them. Oh, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. really? Yeah. That's interesting. Like, I've never heard of that. That's yeah. brand new to me. Like, I'm, I'm, looking to I, I'm looking forward to trying it. I'm looking forward to trying it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you, so your, is, your, is your peach cobbler, is it, is it, does it usually get compliments or is it still some left when uh... – <laughs> <laughs> tried it really there's, there's no everybody worse. likes my peach cobbler gotcha gotcha no doubt no yeah doubt. but there's nothing worse than working really hard on a dish and then you come back and three quarters of it is left right and right <laughs> i will say though this is like a big step for me because for many years i was the janessa can you bring the ice person <laughs> <laughs> Bring the ice, and then I would butter. Damn good joke. (laughs) I would butter. Do the butter, the browning serves, and fusion. So the fact that we have, you know, Janessa was using ice trays just so she could have a real contribution. I made the ice from scratch. I (laughs) I put this water in the freezer. I made the ice. (laughs) Purified water. This is boss. Rudy, okay. Rudy, turn the uh, turn the shared screen on, like. Oh, you, yeah. Uh, and I'll show Kelly what she wants to see. Oh, let's see. I don't. I don't know how to allow you to share. Oh, you don't know how to do that? I don't know. I, I know how for me to share. I don't know how to allow you to share. Is what I'm saying. Oh. Wow. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know how to do that. You you would have you would have to send like send it to me or whatever you try to do or or let me you know no no know. you just you go to the settings and you just uh, it's a uh, allow what about those three dots? you you have to allow me to share my screen I can't do it without I, your permission I'm aware of that what I'm saying is I don't know how to allow you <laughs> that's what I'm saying that's what I'm saying I thought I'm, I just I'm, told you <laughs> well no I'm saying I'm on I'm on your name and nothing says allow to share is what I'm saying that's all right all right yeah. It doesn't. It says allow record, but it doesn't say allow to share. So I can't. It's in. It's in the settings. Don't worry about it. It was just for fun. We should have did this during the sound check. All right. I, 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 she I didn't, didn't ask. I, she I didn't know. Asked know. I didn't know. I, I'm putting I know this on Kelly Rowland. She's pulling a Beyonce on me. Since you cut this out, let me. All right. All right. And so Kelly, what you what you what's your contribution to Thanksgiving? Uh, Cuisine wise, Brussels sprouts. All right. 
Yep, now, yep, is, this, yep. is this added to is this added to a meal of, with somebody or yourself, or is this just you just hitting Brussels sprouts? I'm going to my parents' house tomorrow, and okay. so I wasn't going to bring anything. And then I was on a group call with my mom and dad, and my dad goes, "So what are you what are you contributing to right. this meal?" And I'm like, "Mom says she had it all." So <laughs> gotcha. I, do. I don't know why Brussels sprouts came to mind, but. You're gonna be the only person eating them. You know, this, <laughs> this was for me. I would eat it. <laughs> I would eat it. Thank you. Do you, your, your parents? They still stay in the same spot. In the same mm -hmm. spot. Oh, okay. Mm -mm. Gotcha. Mm -mm. They moved to Snellville from Stone Mountain. Oh, okay, gotcha. gotcha. Yep, they're in Snellville now. Around the corner from the church, literally five minutes from my dad's church so he can come and go oh, it, was, it was so it was because of that they, it was because of the uh they were looking yeah they were looking okay. at houses when they decided to move they were looking at houses closer to the church do they um, still have that one or did they did they just mm -hmm. oh, okay they so were they yep. okay gotcha um all right well um like i said i'm not i'm not making anything we're ordering food from somewhere i don't know Boston Market, something, I don't know. Whatever me and Reese decide. Hey, I used to work at Boston Market. That, that's quality food. It really is. Oh, no, I, I eat it. I have I no bad Market. words to say about Boston Market. Most nah, of this like stuff is made in the back, for real. Yeah, not like I heard you Market. guys are going to some soul food spot in Inglewood. Ooh. Oh, God, that sounds good. Um, not, not to my knowledge. I thought, I was told we was, we was pick, she was picking up something and bringing it here. I didn't. Know, <laughs> I didn't know anything about going to a soul food spot. I mean, well, well, picking up from the soul food spot in Inglewood, but oh. that's where it was coming from. Yeah, whatever. Man, y'all are killing me tonight because you forget. <laughs> I may look like this, but I'm from the south. So, like, between Janessa talking about making greens and Rudy going to going to a spot, oh, y'all are killing me. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, but I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what it is. I'm not, you know, it is what it is. I, I'll eat whatever. So, you know. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, all right. Speaking <laughs> yeah, of which, Kelly, I sent you the picture uh, on the, the thing. Just so on you the gram? Yeah. Oh, on the, gram. Okay. the worst okay. ones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Group chat. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Curiosity satisfied, right? Look yeah. at there. Mm -hmm. He has like lattice uh, pie crust. Oh. It is. It is a lattice pie crust. That's oh, look at it. And you did it all from scratch with your own two hands. Oh, yeah. With these hands right here. I'm impressed. That looks awesome. I had a good, I had a good grandmother. That's okay. what it is. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know what you're saying. Meemaw did it right. Grandmother. I see. All right. I don't know how to make anything from scratch, so. <laughs> I don't know how to make reservations. Like and I, had, and I, yeah. I had two good grandmothers, but I didn't grow up around either one. They were, I lived in Georgia, one was in Florida, one was in Chicago. So it was, it was. I never got like those type of lessons. It was just like, when we came in town, they just spoiled us because they barely saw us, you know, so. <laughs> you know, so. They were shoving Debbie that. Cakes in our face. Now just eat this, you fine. Not Debbie so, Cakes. <laughs> but anyways, um, actually in fun fact, I'm born on November 7th. Another one of my grandmothers was, was born on November 7th, and then the other one died on November 7th. Oh, wow. I have no idea if that means anything, but I always thought that was cool. I mean, not cool, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, like, I got you. Unique. Yeah. Unique. Uh, right, right. Um, all right, cool. So, topic for today. Um, and this is actually something, Kelly, that you kind of brought up a few weeks ago, uh, just, uh, you know, in reference to 
our uh, pastor parent uh, doing a lot of traveling uh, for, you know, the ministry purposes or whatever the case may be. Um, and how did that uh, necessarily affect us in our, you know, like relationship with them being gone or, you know, whatever the case may be. I'm going to, I'm going to start uh, real quick because mine will be quick. Um, Cause my dad ain't going nowhere. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I know I'm being serious. So like, I'm, sa- all. Got I'm it. saying like, I mean, when it came down to like him traveling to preach, you're talking about what Tampa to Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? But that's traveling. But I'm saying, but even then, like I would go, I, I literally, not even joking, I skipped my own prom it, to, to go from Tampa to Atlanta when he went to go preach, just because I wanted to go back to Atlanta because I missed it. Not even joking. I hope so, it was at least a revival or something. Like, no, nah, it was like a one day. It was like a, really? On a Sunday, yeah. You missed That's the prom crazy. for that? Did you have a girlfriend? I'm well, I didn't, I didn't, I mean, you know, the one sort of night of the really, year where you're pretty much guaranteed to get laid and you skipped it to go. Well, first of all, if, if you only get laid on prom, you had a sorry high school experience in the first place. Okay? I said guaranteed. <laughs> I said it's the one day you're pretty much guaranteed. My statement, statement. My statement stands. But what I'm saying is, is that no, I, I, I had like a, a girlfriend, but, you know, we was going through it. Prom was never that deep to me. I, I more enjoy homecoming dance. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought homecoming was just way more. Like I thought prom was too formal. I because like homecoming, you wear like a fancy, you know, a nice suit. Prom, they want you to be in the tux. You know, I ain't doing that. So um, I just kind of more homecoming. But the point is, my dad never was like you know flying to California and going to Africa and whatever the case may be. Like it just, just wasn't his reality. You know what I'm saying? Like my dad, um, if he if he if he ever did travel and preach, maybe it happened before my time, like in his younger days, something like that. And I just don't know about it, whatever, like that. But since definitely since he's been a pastor, like he's definitely like you're gonna see him every Sunday. You know what I'm saying? He working his his job. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he's an engineer or whatever he does. I don't know. But so your hey, father's not a pastor full time. He has a job outside of being a pastor. He's a pastor full time. He just doesn't get paid. Ooh. Uh, okay. I think that makes him a volunteer. Well, no, 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 because if, if you're if you're putting in the full time amount of work, then just because you don't get compensated financially, that that doesn't necessarily mean that that's not you're not a full time pastor. Is it his occupation? Is it his way that he pays his bills? No. But I mean, he's literally just like with me when I when I was a musician, I didn't get paid from it, but it didn't necessarily mean I wasn't a musician because I was playing an instrument. You know what I'm saying? Like. Well, and I was I doing, and I was doing it full time. Employment is getting paid for it. But she didn't say was he employed by the church. She said does, was he full time. Oh. oh, and what I'm and what I'm saying is is that he is full time. Like literally, whatever any of your your dads are doing outside of traveling, <laughs> my dad is doing. You feel what I'm saying? Like he's he's literally up in the middle of the night, going to the hospital, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like he's he's doing it all. You know what I'm saying? And so. But he's never taken any money from the church. And I'm not, and I'm not trying to say taken in that way. I'm saying, like, he's never, like, been on uh, salary or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, it's, it's, just, it's just never been. Well, I mean, hey, look, my, my dad had another job, too. Like, he was, he was a preacher, yeah, but he was also a business manager in, in uh, Hollywood. Uh, like, uh, uh, 
Grizzly Adams. Anybody know who that is when I say that name? I mean, I, I've heard it. Yeah, it, yeah, it was I, a big I celebrity. Didn't know, I didn't know that was a real person. I thought that was like a myth or something. That's a real person. It was, no, he's a real person. His, oh, name was Dan, his name was Dan Haggerty. He was a close friend of the family. My dad was also his business manager uh, for like, I don't know, the last 20 years or so. Uh, but he was a big famous celebrity back in the 70s, and then he kind of fell off. But uh, he still he would still go and do trade shows. He would still do bit parts and this and that, and he would still act and stuff like that. So I mean, it's fine. I mean, I think most preachers have like a side hustle at some at some point. But that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what that's what I'm saying. My dad didn't have a, my dad doesn't have a side hustle. My dad has a full time. No, preaching is job. his side hustle. Is <laughs> no, what it's I'm not. Thinking. That's no, that's what I'm saying. It's not like it's. And I know this is kind of low key hard to fathom because it does. It's rare. But what I'm saying is, is that my dad has a full-time salary-paying job as he's an engineer. Like, literally, people go out, they be working or whatever, and he's, like, inspecting it to make sure it's right. I don't know. That's what I think he does. Something right. to that he's been, he's been doing it my whole life, right? But he also is a full-time pastor of a full-time church. This isn't, like, a, a junior college of a church. This isn't a, you know, the this is a, full, this is a full-time ministry. And he's literally, out, outside of the hours that he has to, to be at work, which is usually like wee hours of the morning. Like he usually go to work at like, you know, two in the morning, something like that, and then get off 12 noon or something like that or whatever like that. And then the rest of that, like, and not, and not only is he full-time pastor, my dad has to play the organ. So he's at, he's at every choir rehearsal. He's at every, he's in every Bible study. Like he's, he's there every single Sunday, every single Wednesday, every single whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because he runs a small ministry and musicians and stuff like that like they don't want to play unless they're getting paid you know what i'm saying they don't want to whatever like that so like with i was a big contribution when i was there because i knew how to play the keys and the drums and so and i even i guess had other people around me who were kind of willing to do it but like i moved and somebody else moved whatever like that and so you know and, and my dad actually been playing he actually taught himself how to play when he even first started the church but like that's that's always been something like him having to do something else has just always been something you feel what i'm saying like that's just the reality i don't, I don't know don't nothing think anybody's else. trying to disparage your dad i, I you know i'm not i don't think that i think we were just discussing the difference between you know i'm not i'm not no no no. i'm not saying anybody's trying to do to down you know dilute him or whatever I, i'm just saying the difference in what you were saying in reference to like your dad like was passing but he also had this thing on the side with the business thing and what i'm saying right, is right. like I'm saying my dad has, I, as a pastor's kid, have never known anything else outside of, you know, him working the job and pastoring and playing and whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody in our church is involved. It ain't well, really too many just regular members just sitting around. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, if he's doing all that, he should be collecting a paycheck. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, but, it, I mean, it, but, but what I'm saying, but, but I mean, who, who are you going to collect a paycheck from like you know what I'm saying like it, it ain't it's not that type of it's not that type of situation you know what I'm saying like I guess, the, like the, I, the, I don't know it's that's completely it, foreign to me but it's been it's been, it's been times that my that my dad and and my stepdad matter of fact my, my mom and stepdad go to church as well my dad and stepdad were like one of like the main two people who were paying the bulk of like the the tithes and stuff in the church's bills like at, this was years ago but I'm saying when it was at a smaller point you know what I'm saying right. like I remembered them. So what I'm saying is like this is this is just always what it's been. So if my dad ever started traveling, like you know what I'm saying like this would be new to all of us. I don't I don't I don't know what none of that looks like. And I'm not saying 
once again, I'm not saying this as like put my down my dad down and feel sorry for me, whatever like that. I'm just saying this was the reality of what it was for us. Go ahead, Kelly. So how old were you when your father became pastor? Fifteen. So 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 the question that I forgot if you've asked it or not. Um <clears throat> yet to the to the um question of the day. So when it comes to time, um, so my father, as far as I can remember, has always done full-time ministry. Mm -hmm. um, I know at some point he's had jobs beforehand, but as far mm -hmm. as I can remember, he's done full-time ministry, whether it be youth ministry or now um, being a pastor. So with your father working mm -hmm. 40 hours a week at a job, and then the, what's 24 times seven? Um, <laughs> hours a week as a as a pastor what did that look like for you um now at 15 of course you have some level of of independence and some level of um sometimes I don't really need or want my father to be there it sounds like you were very involved in his ministry um but did the fact that he spent so much time in his work impact your relationship no um and number one, to, uh, kind of to your point, you know, and I and I, I am my daddy's child. So like both of us are very, you know, very much loners. You know what I'm saying? So we can be in the same house, be on two separate sides and not necessarily talk and don't necessarily feel like, you know, he don't love me or I don't love him type of thing. I'm not saying that happened all the time, but I'm saying if that was a circumstance, you know, me not walking to my dad saying, hey, you know what, dad, I love you. Like that's not going to make him. It, me not doing that isn't going to make him think that I don't feel that way about it, is what I'm saying. So, mm -hmm. I, so yes, I was never necessarily, like, pressed for attention or whatever like that. And even at 15, you know, I had moved to, to Florida with him. So, like, I wouldn't – my mom wasn't even around. She was still in Atlanta with Risa. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. for me, I'm – you know, I'm, my cousins are down there around my age. I'm exploring the wilderness at this point because I'm no longer <laughs> under, you know, Larnell's, you know, chokehold. So – at this point, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I'm, I'm being for real. Like, so at this point, like, I'm at you. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I, I don't mean like I'm like gangbanging, but I'm just saying like in reference to just knowing what having a little bit more freedom looks like. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and then to your other point, and I'll kind of end it here. I, I was, I've grown up in church. So like for me, you know, I, I don't know. I wasn't really tripping when, you know, I had to like play the drums and, you know, or get there early with him, help clean up, whatever like that. Like it wasn't, I just did it, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it, and it wasn't like he was like, you know, beating my ass, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't that that deep. It just was like, we. I live with him. This is who I ride to church with. We would ride to church when he didn't have a car in his work truck, the, mm -hmm. the dirty ass pickup truck with the with the concrete and stuff all over it. We would pull right up to there. And I'm not. Once again, I'm not. We weren't almost homeless. I'm just saying this was just, you know, what I'm saying this just was what it was. Save, save money, whatever the case may be. So, um. You know, so I, I remember just doing this stuff, but to me, it was it wasn't foreign because, like, even when I was at New Beginning in in Atlanta, yeah, that's a, that's a bigger ministry, whatever like that. But I wasn't really like behind the scene, behind the scene. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had sung in the children's choir, youth usher, junior deacon. You know, work the camera, but I wasn't like I didn't really know what was going on behind the scenes to make the whole you know operation run. So like with my dad, like so whatever I learned with him was just always the norm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just like, okay, well, this is the start of something. You know what I'm saying? So this is just what it is. You know what I'm saying? So it's, I, I, I never, I never, I just never knew anything else. So for me, it wasn't like a lack of anything. You know what I'm saying? And 
Um, and I don't know if I'm, I don't really know if I'm answering your question, but like I don't know. Our relationship didn't get affected. Like he, even when I was in college, he still made it to you know he'll travel to Jacksonville. He'll he'll literally travel Saturday morning, come watch my game in Jacksonville, and drive back to Tampa so he can preach on Sunday morning. You know what I'm saying? So like. I don't know. My dad always been, he always makes sacrifices like that, you know. I mean, so I don't know. I don't think we ever really had like I like really. I like how you said that you had all these different positions because I totally relate to that. Because <clears throat> first my dad was at a bigger church, then he started his own smaller church. And when he went to his own smaller church, I was right around 14, 15. Mm-hmm. But I, I picked up on stuff kind of quick. So he would just give me whatever job they didn't have somebody for. Like he would say, run the sound. And I said, I don't know anything about sound. He'd go, figure it out. And then, then I would just have to figure it out. Like, he wouldn't right. be mean about it. He'd just be like, you can do it or whatever. Right. And then right. I'm sitting in front of this soundboard. I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And this is pre-YouTube. There's no, right. like, instructional right. video. Right, right. You just kind of have to start putting plugs in places and just For sure. hope it works out. Like, mine was the same way with that. Not for sure, you three make me feel like the worst one. Um, <laughs> hey. well, Janessa, Janessa didn't really say You're that. You're not yet. the worst one no, here. Did I get sure. because, no, because Janessa has spoken previously about her connection to her father's ministry. You know, with the dance ministry. And even I was talking to um, someone last week who listened to the podcast, or maybe the, the one from two weeks ago. Um, when Janessa was able to name all of the events that were going on in the church, the turkey drive, and you know, those type of things, um, to hear you, Rudy and Terry, talk about um, your places in the ministry and the things that you did. Um, <laughs> um, she was like, hey, Kelly, Kelly had a parking, a parking spot since she was five. She was like, Where do I put my car? <laughs> I don't, you know, and I'm trying to think, you know, of course, because like you, like, I was always the first one at church, the last one at church, you know, riding with my father, you know, yes, I may have helped set up and clean up, you know, just, you know, but like, have a true place in ministry to support my father's ministry. Mm. I don't know if I have. I'm and sure I- you put the chairs away. Come on now. You did some stuff. I mean, I, I did some, you know, some, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I didn't do anything. You know, I didn't just not Don't do be so nothing. hard on yourself. You know, but like I said, but to have a solidified, mm-mm, I don't, I don't think, I don't know if I did. I'm going to have to go back and talk to my memory. is terrible. So I'm going to go back and talk to my mom and my dad about it tomorrow over Thanksgiving dinner. Um, <laughs> just, to, just to, just to correct you there. I didn't have a solidified place. It was like, you do this until we find somebody who knows. Right, that but I don't. Good. But That's I don't it. even know. Once we have a qualified person, you go sit back down. <laughs> You're no longer right. <laughs> I don't know. I I mean I I just wonder now. Um, um I don't know. I never thought about my place as a preacher's kid and, and how I contributed to my father's ministry. I've never thought about that. And that sounds really terrible. But that is something I am going to change today. <laughs> I can but do I, it, Kelly. You can do it. But not necessarily, because like I don't know if y'all watched uh, Kevin Hart's new special, and not to get into it, but the point I'm making is mm-hmm. he mentioned something about how like his kids have been flying private since they were born, because you know what I'm saying. Like, but he was like, he was like, you know, I know my kids are spoiled, but like they didn't necessarily ask for this life. Like they were born into it. You know what I'm saying? They don't know mm-hmm. any any different. 
so he went into this whole thing about when they had to fly commercial with their mom or whatever, and it was this whole big disaster, whatever. But the point I'm making, the, the point I'm making is, is that if you, if, like, if you, you know, were kind of just, I didn't say necessarily born into, but like when it came down to like your dad and just say even your family having the whole like ministry situation, like if you were never put in a position to just say have to do whatever I did, it's not going to be something on your mind to be like, hey, well, I need to do it because it was never a thing. You get what I'm saying? So like, I, I don't think it's nothing that you necessarily have to hold against yourself. You just was in a different position. You know what I'm saying? Which is fine. True. But just so actually no, it made it. It made it good because uh, then you get to learn things that you never would have learned. Like now I can intermediately run a sound system, <laughs> you know, on a basic <laughs> level when I didn't know how to before. So, I mean, it benefited right. everybody. Right. But Kelly, let me ask you this though, but what's so on the flip side, going back to the original question, how did it, how did it affect you in reference to what you actually did experience, whether it was your dad traveling, which was kind of the question or if it was something else? So before I ask that question, before I answer that question, I want to ask you a question before you, okay. from you. Did you feel guilty um, when you left Florida to pursue your own dreams because you helped your father out so much in ministry? Um, did you have any guilty feelings? How did you feel when you decided to move? Um, no, because for one, I didn't, I didn't leave Florida to pursue any dream. Uh, I, I, I left Florida... Um, because if, long story short, uh, for whatever reason, um, God likes me to do things that make absolutely no sense until after I do them. Um, and so me joining the army was one of them. And so when I left Florida, I left Florida to join the army, which was okay. not a dream of mine at all. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I found my dream in the army, which I had no idea was going to happen. You see, see what I'm saying? So... Um, so when I left, I left because God had already told me to do something. Even me being back in Florida, whatever the case may be, like everything had led up to that point was already like a God-driven uh, ride, if you will. So once I got the the you know, hey, go to the you know, I guess the next assignment, if you will. Um, I would just, I was, you know, I just, and I dropped, just to I just clarify, go. this isn't the Lord's army. Like you joined the actual U.S. Army, right? Correct. That's we are all so just good. for anybody listening. The Lord. That's, 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 that's a fair point. Lord's Army. Like, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. So for yeah. So for me, no, I wasn't. Um, you know, I, I mean, yeah. Like I, I do wish there was some type of way that either somebody could make the same contribution I did, just say musically the same price that I did it which was for free and I didn't necessarily do it for free because it was just my dad I just I don't think I never knew that musicians was getting paid until I became one you know what I'm saying like I didn't I didn't know that was a thing because I once again I was at New Beginning but I didn't know what musicians were doing I just thought they was playing so um, musicians get paid better than comedians I promise you that <laughs> no for sure for sure but I'm saying like but I'm saying but I, I like I thought like Maybe they just did like other gigs outside of church. I didn't know they was getting paid from the church is what I'm saying. You know, I never knew that was a thing yeah. until I became one. And then I, you know, whatever. So, but um, yeah, I, yeah. So, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't really on that. And my, and my parents, you know, my, even my dad, he, you know, he wasn't like, you know, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, we need you here. You know what I'm saying? Like my parents ain't never been like that, you know? And maybe even if they were, would I kind of be different? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've, I've just always just been me. You know what I'm saying? My parents tried to get me to play t-ball when I was six. 
And I told him, I hate it. I want to play football. And I, and I played it for the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? That was just me. So, um, so yeah, they've always been supportive. So, I mean, nobody was really tripping. It wasn't really that hard of a transition to answer the question. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to answer your question, uh, the, the one about the travel. Uh, well, well, well. Let, I want to. I want to yeah, Kelly to answer. Well, Kelly, I wanted you to answer. You said you said my question. Or you talking about Kelly's question, Terry? Your your me? question. Oh, I, okay. I thought so, we on. I'm sorry. Right, right. No, no, no. We are, but I wanted. But Kelly was supposed to answer that question because I asked her before she asked me in reference to how, how she felt about yeah her father and her. Self. But Terry is more than welcome to go first. Go ahead. No, no, I, Kelly. I, please, yeah, we want you to go. Yeah. Why wouldn't my mother? <laughs> you want me to go? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Um, let's see, as far as, so my daddy did travel, um, but I don't remember that really being a big issue. Um, I think my mom used to set up times for us to do fun things and, you know, made it okay. And so him traveling wasn't a, wasn't an issue. Um, it was more of a benefit because a lot of times I got a chance to travel with him. Um, even now, like they were holding the full gospel conference in Orlando every year. And so I went to Disney World three, four years in a row. Love Disney World. Had a wonderful time. Um, growing up, he um, had a, a preaching engagement in Germany. And so, and I was in 10th, 11th grade. So we went to Germany and Paris and had a good time. Um, him being a youth minister, we used to, you know, back then youth conferences were all the all the rage that's all we did and so mm -hmm. i would travel with him for youth conferences um and so when he traveled it was only really for a weekend and like i said my mom used to mm -hmm. pack it with fun and so him traveling really wasn't um really uh, thinking about it now it wasn't much of an issue to be honest um for me the issue probably came more when he was in georgia <laughs> Um, because, um, like you talked about with your dad, Rudy, the hospital at all times of night, um, you know, to go into people's houses and to court and to, you know, just the church all day and just meetings and counseling sessions and weddings and funerals and, you know, all of those things that I felt like took time away from me. And I do like a certain level of attention. I mean, that should just. Did they ever show up at your house just randomly? I said, did they ever just show up at your house randomly? No, people never just showed up at the house randomly. Thank God for that. Oh, um, I did. Yeah, they, they showed yeah. up at my place. Really? No, no, no. I don't remember those issues. And my mama wouldn't have that. <laughs> but I think that was, that was more of a concern for me. Um, I remember in like middle school, so I moved to Georgia in fifth grade. Um, and I remember in middle school um, is when, you know, everyone started having cell phones. Um, and I just remember, you know, my dad would pick me up from school or from the bus stop or, you know, whatever. And we were at the church all the time, but he was mm. always on the phone. Mm. Um, and I wanted to tell about my day and, you know, mm. about this, that, or whatever with my dad. Um, and he was there, but kind of unavailable at the same time because he you was hit the nail on the head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, just kind of like yeah. I, yeah, I think we all you get know. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, or my father, um, time. 
My father was always late picking me up. I was always the last one to be picked up from football games, basketball games, school. <laughs> then he wanted to pick me up in the most raggedy church van, making all. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen. Can I, can I can I can I ask you a question? I think, I think we on? can all say though that that's that's the cost of the job though, right? Mm -hmm. Like I don't think it, like I don't hold it against my dad for you know being stretched thin just because that's the job is is being available to the congregation whenever they need it. Like I said, they, there'd be people that show up at my house at eleven o'clock at night when everybody's trying to go to sleep. Is oh I had a thing with my husband and he blew up at me and you know or I have a crisis or I'm suicidal or I'm this or I'm that you know and he was just always expected to be available and and so my thing is like I just don't want to hold it against him that he stretched thin because you know if it was a different position if he worked for you know the paper company down the street it'd be different but right. this is a responsibility. I think we can all agree, right? Right. Right. I I 100% agree. But yeah. as a young girl, I don't think I understood that. Well, um, Kelly, I want I want I want to ask you real quick. Mm -hmm. uh, was it a reason that your dad was the one always picking you up as opposed to your mom? Like was it what, like and I, and I guess what I'm asking is like because he was so busy was he was he trying to make it an effort to be the one to pick you up? Like was it was it that type of thing or was it just well, he just happened to be the one to do it? His schedule was a bit more flexible. So my mother worked, um, you know, a, a nine to five in downtown Atlanta. Um, yeah. We didn't know what the traffic looked like. Mm. Um, my dad worked. We lived in Stone Mountain. My father, the church was in Stone Mountain. Mm. You know, his schedule, like I said, he's always done, to my knowledge, well, since I can remember, um, full-time ministry, you know. And so with that, the, you know, the schedule is flexible sometimes. Right. Like, I have to be here sitting at this desk all day long. Um, okay. and so I think that was just, you know, my mom worked. I can't remember my mom stopped working. Um, but yeah, so middle school and high school, you know, that was just a part of my, my dad's stuff. He, like I said, he was always present. He was always there, you know, when I, I used to cheer and I played basketball for a while, wanting to be like my father. What? <laughs> I did. Check my Instagram. I got a picture. I look super cool and super, super <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, when we used, like I said, my dad was there and used to take times, take time out, you know, to spend time, you know, of course, to be there. He was an amazing father. My dad is Superman to me. Um, you know, but I do remember, like I said, as it relates to time, it wasn't the traveling out of state, out of the country. Um, it was the times I felt like I couldn't access my dad in the state of Georgia, in the city of Stone Mountain, um, because he was doing the Lord's work. And at this point in my life, to Terry's point, I completely understand. And again, right. love my father for it. Um, I see some of me in him in a lot of places. Right. I love right. about me. Um, but as a 13-year-old girl who wants to tell her daddy about her day and this teacher that got on her nerves, mm. it's hard to process. Let me ask you this real quick. When y'all were on, when you were able to travel with him, um, how was he when you were on the trip? Was he like busy then or were you able to spend time when y'all actually traveled? Um, you know, I think other, no, I, that's a good question. No, I don't think he was busy then. I mean, maybe still the phone. I think I talked to my mom about it and, you know, we worked through the phone issue, you know, mm. at some point and, you know, he would get off the phone when I got in the car and, you know, mm. those things, you know, something that just had to, just had to be brought to his, um, attention. Like I said, mm. 
tell them my age, you know, cell phones, mm-hmm. people, you know, people were just kind of using cell phones back then. And so to have mm-hmm. that unlimited access to the phone mm-hmm. um, was just something different. And in that space of ministry, um, the congregation, all, and we all know, they always, somebody always needs something. <laughs> and my father is such a giver, a thousand percent right. of himself all of the right. time. Um, I think it was just something that he had to balance. But when we went out of town, um, I, I remember my father being there, you know, other the times than he had to minister. But even then, mm-hmm. like, we would go with him and we would be in the back with him until he mm-hmm. preached and then we would go mm-hmm. to the front and go back, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, no, he was always, he was always. By the way, old. thanks for making me feel old because you were like, <laughs> when cell phones first came out, I was in middle school, blah, blah, blah. You know what I was doing when cell phones first came out? I was selling cell phones. Like, <laughs> that's I what I, when the Nokia big. 4100 <laughs> came out, like <laughs> I was selling that as an adult. <laughs> I was yeah. like, great. Um, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> great. Like, oh, I can feel mortality around me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old. So, so, oh, my bad, Kelly, I thought, go ahead. No, 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 no. Like I said, no, You know, I, well, I, was just gonna, I was just gonna ask Janessa, because apparently she she had a lot of amens when you were talking, so I, <laughs> I, I, I see that y'all got a similar um, scenario. Excuse me, yeah, so my dad traveled a lot, um, and we would go with him as well. Um, so some trips were vacation-like, um, others, not so much because I know there were some places um it would be like a quick turnaround like we drove Kentucky one day my dad preached and we came back you know so stuff like that was hard on us to to drive eight hours one day Mm. get hotel late spend the night get up in the morning you know do the sermon and then get back on the road I mean we, we were doing that when we were a lot younger so we you know still in school and Mm-hmm. that um my parents never missed a basketball game a dance recital a pta anything that me my sister and my brother had they were there but kind of to what kelly was saying it sometimes it felt like it was just something on the checklist for them to do i guess mm-hmm. supposed to support your kids and you're supposed mm-hmm. to their game and then it would be like, okay, we had a game. And then as soon as we get in the car, it's like, okay, well, you have to come to church with me because I got a board meeting. I got a deacon board meeting. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. And then sure your mama's going to pick you up when she gets off. And, you know, you're going to do it like that. Um, Sounds very familiar. Uh, also, back in New Beginning days, um, like, say a preacher came into town and they brought their kids. So... We would go to New Beginning, get in a limo, go to the airport, pick up whoever the pastor was. If they had kids, uh, depending on their age, we would go to Dave and Buster's or hmm. Ball or whatever. So, like, we kind of were unofficially hired as hostesses, I guess, me and my sister back in the day. Those so, armor bearer kids. I didn't know y'all yeah. had lunches like that. Damn. We were like <laughs> I mean, I guess. I mean, it wasn't all bad looking back at it, but yeah. kind of being older and now seeing what was actually what was going on, I'm just kind of like, oh, they kind of used us. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the biggest thing, especially as a teenager and even now, um, that 
affect me the most, I think. It's kind of like what Kelly was saying, the funerals, weddings. Mm. You know, my dad is very giving as well. I know he, he, what he does for his members is extended to the members' family. So my dad does a lot of funerals for like, say mother such and such as uncle died. Mm. Again, get up early, going to Mississippi, doing a eulogy, coming back. He doesn't necessarily know these people, but he knows mm. such and such. And because mm. of that, he's doing, you know, right. funeral. I remember one time a church member's daughter, I think, got married on Mother's Day. And I was livid um, because the way it was set up, like, yes, you can celebrate your mother any day. We should celebrate her every day. But we, you know, had a family tradition of like going to dinner and just kind of pampering her that day and we couldn't do anything because my dad had to officiate a wedding for a member's daughter who didn't go to the church you know like so mm. that kind of made me upset I guess growing gotcha. up um and even well what well, Kelly your mother you know made sure she set time to kind of I guess do fun things as a family we used to do fun things together before my dad became a minister like we would have friday night movie night with stuffed crust pizza and you know the whole <laughs> and all of that pizza. but um as we got older because my mom was just as involved with my dad like if he was traveling she was traveling right, right. sometimes i feel like we just kind of got lost in the sauce like mm. it just became so normal for us to not see them like Saturday morning or Friday evening, they're like, okay, we're going here. We'll be back at this date. And, you know, it's like, all right, well, we'll see you when we see you, you know. Um, and I sometimes, I think it's a combination as I'm, you know, as the older person. Kind of like Kelly was saying, there's an age where you're just kind of like, I'm not trying to be bothered with you. Um, so bye, I see you when I see you. But also I feel like sometimes me and my parents bumped head because we just were really different. Like my parents are really old school and I was trying to like the outfits I wanted to wear and the things that I wanted to do and the music I wanted to listen to was just not what they were about. And so we just clashed heads all the time. And so um, as an older person looking back, I sometimes wish we could have like met each other halfway and had a better relationship because I think the relationship we have now is what I wish I had back then but maybe I had to go through all of that um to get here I don't know I don't know sorry <laughs> um but I also will say Kelly, you lucky because traveling has stopped for me in terms of going with my dad. They went to Africa last year and um, they sent me the pictures. So. <laughs> <laughs> now I get those too. <laughs> they went to Africa on ministry or on vacation? On ministry. Okay. Ghana. We have a church we twin with in Ghana. Mm -hmm. um, and so my dad went over there and you know, checked out everything, and he preached over there, and uh, mm -hmm. and I got. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a well. That's a whole nother 
I won't even go there today. That's a whole other podcast. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a whole other podcast. I was gonna I was gonna slip into. But yeah, okay. I, I still reap some of the the travel benefits. Now my parents did go to South Africa without me, um, <laughs> as well. But um, I like to go on uh, more luxurious trips, and that one wasn't a luxurious one. So I said, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. gotcha. Terry Wayne, what about you, sir? Yeah. Um, my dad traveled a lot uh, when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, and when I was an adult. Uh, and I, the most I took about took away from it was uh inspiration like that it, that 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 thirst to to see what the rest of the world is like to to be open to it to to be fascinated by it to to want to travel to different places i got that from him uh so far in my adult life i've been to 48 states and 13 different countries but the only reason that that is in me is because I watched him do it. That's it. So like when I was a kid and he would go to South Africa or he would go to Kenya or he would go here or there, like it was never, it was never a big deal when I was a kid because it was just explained to me. Like it was explained to me like dad's going away. He'll be gone for two weeks. We won't be able to talk to him because again, this is before satellite phones and whatnot. Uh, we won't be able to talk to him and then we'll see him again in two weeks and he'd always bring us something back. But it's kind of like uh, Kelly said, uh, like sometimes I'd get to go. Like I remember when I was eight, uh, he went to Alaska to preach in a small town. So I got to go and I got to see a lot of cool things. And uh, then again, when I was 18, he wanted to take a youth group up to Alaska. So again, I went as a chaperone. And then when I was 25, he's like, hey, he just he called me up one day. He's like, Hey, I'm going to Alaska to preach at the same place again. You want to come? So I ended up quitting my job at Boston market, by the way, Rudy. Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I said, Hey, I got to leave for 11 days. They said, you can't. I said, well, I have a free trip to Alaska. So I'm leaving. Do you want me to come back here when I'm done? <laughs> And they were like, if you leave, you're you're gone. I was like, all right, here's my key. I was a manager, so I was like, here's my keys later. And I just, <laughs> but it was a great trip. I got to hunt a bear and climb a mountain and like stuff that you only get to do once in your life, you know? In Alaska, yep. Okay. The, the, the biggest thing for me now it is the biggest detriment is when I'm an adult, believe it or not. Because I'll call him up sometimes and I'll be like, hey, what's going on? And he's like, oh, I'm just just getting ready to get on a flight to India. And I'm like, why wouldn't you tell me you're going to India? You know what I mean? I remember one time I called him up. He's like, hey, I can't talk very long. I, I got to get through customs. And I said, what, where, why, where are you going? I thought he was at home. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm going to Nigeria. And I'm like, Nigeria, you're just going to go to Nigeria. Like, because I don't know if you know anything about Nigeria. It's not exactly like a safe place, right? Uh, it's, it's pretty war-torn. And I was like, oh, so you're just going to Nigeria. And he's like, yeah. And, uh, 
And he's like, I'm glad you called. And I said, why? And he's like, well, I wanted to give you my insurance information in case anything bad happens. You have, oh, wow. you have my insurance information in case I don't make it back. And I'm like, all right, that's pretty jarring. <laughs> like, it's comforting. I'm just sitting at home. I was just looking to shoot the shit. And now, now I got to <laughs> copy down your life insurance information. That's right. so, yeah, I, I think it, I think it was, I think it was much more respectful as a child, you know, to like be tender and, and kind of explain things. But when I'm an adult, it's just like, it just kind of springs it up on you. It's like, dude, you know, I still care, right? Like, right. like, you know, I still care what happens to you. Uh, but you know, I, I've always admired that about him, his, uh, his dedication to what he does and uh, his dedication to help people or lead people to, you know, Jesus and lead people to, to God. And, you know, I don't, I don't always appreciate or understand the way he goes about it, but at the end of the day, it's admirable. It's an admirable thing that you're doing, like a thing that most people wouldn't do. They wouldn't jump out of their comfort zone to go to India and go to the, you know, the villages in the hills and say, you know, confront these people who have their own cultures and say, no, 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 you know, female genital mutilation is, it's not right, you know, and try to fight that uphill battle. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's, it kind of makes you, you know, like a rock star, like a hero, you know? So gotcha. you, give, you give and you take. It's kind of like what me and Kelly were saying earlier. Like, yeah, people are going to stretch you thin. People are going to, you know, they're going to need you more than the average person. But there, there's a nobility in that, you know. Right, right, right. And, no, so, oh, go ahead. Well, I mean, not like there's a tra like there's a transitive nobility. Like I have to give up having my dad all the time when I want to have him. When I want to explain my day when I want to do this I have to give that up but it's because he's doing something else great and there's a transitive property that 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 goes on to us that says yes we gave up things so that other people could be happy too you know right and that's hard um, it is hard it's hard it's noble. It's, it is it's most definitely noble but it it is it is it is hard to get there um especially when you're like 10, 11, 12, 13, yeah. like those formative years and you don't really see the bigger picture and you're very, right. it's hard. You know, when, even sometimes now when people's like, oh yeah, Pastor Kevin's like my father. <laughs> yeah. Hey man. <laughs> so, some people work in coal mines. Like, what are you going to do? You know? You like, said what? I said some people work in coal mines. Like, oh, right. what what are you gonna do? Like we all have our crosses to bear. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Like I said, now I, I appreciate it more. Growing up, um, it was it was difficult. Um, it was, it was. Gotcha. Um, so just go ahead, John. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say. Also, I think looking back, that being able to express myself the way I am, you know, able to express myself now versus back then. Um, didn't help 
but sometimes I think me acting out was like a cry for help, like, or a cry for like, or I need more of your time, but it was not received that way. Um, so I, let's see, that's why we're the worst ones. See, that's what, say, people, say, what, did that's what people don't like? get. People don't get that we act out to get the attention that we're taken away from in our formative years. And that's why we get the reputation of being the, the worst ones. We're, we're, not, we're not the worst ones. We're just trying to supplement what we've lost. That's it. Well, I, I got that title and my dad was there because he wasn't traveling. So. <laughs> <What's my laughs> no, but, he, it, no, but his, his attention was divided, was it not? No. Not 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 to the degree that, that y'all have expressed today. No, like I, I can't. And once again, it could just be be because of how me and him are built. Um, and so I may just not have noticed it. You know what I'm saying? But like, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I think I kind of well, just maybe you're less, just awesome, Rudy. Maybe you're no, just no, 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 no. <laughs> but I'm saying, but I, I think I just kind of less more or less just noticed the things that he did do and as opposed to not doing. And the only reason I said that is because I just it goes back to me growing up knowing that I always had a, my oldest sister in Tampa, the sister below her was in Mississippi and then me and the sister I grew up in the same house with uh, was in Atlanta. And I just always remember at least once or twice a year, always taking trips when it came down to like seeing them. So like that same level of sacrifice for four kids in three different States, I don't know how it lasted for my sisters and whatever their personal relationship was with my dad. But for me, like that level of dedication never lacked off. Once again, like I said, when I went to college, he would drive up Saturday, watch the football game, drive right back. Because it was a three-hour trip or whatever. He wouldn't worry about staying night or whatever. But so, it, like, it, it, was, it wasn't, you know. And he would stay, you know, for an hour or two after the game, you know, talk real quick, you know, chop it up, blah, 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 blah. You know, and then hug each other and he leave. So, for me, I don't know if because that was enough for me, you know what I'm saying? Maybe it didn't really bother me because I'm, I'm not really needy when it comes down to, like, affection like that not from my parents maybe if I was like married you know and I wasn't getting none that'd be a different story but like if you're talking about like just you know like my parents like whatever no, and I'm just being serious like I've, I've never really been like that needy with like whoa when the last time my mama said she loved me you know what I'm saying like I, I and granted she says it enough but I'm just saying in general I've just never been right. wired like that so I don't know oh hey you're probably trying to say his phone died or something um, which is fine. We were getting ready to wrap up anyways. I did want to ask y'all two real quick. Uh, if he comes back, he can answer it. And he can just give a real quick answer. Um, has anything, did anything about the whole, like, whether it was the travel or the in-state stuff, like you said, Kelly, but just anything about that whole relationship that we talked about today, did any of that ever, did y'all ever reach a point where you wanted like your parents to no longer be a pastor? Like, I want this to be done. So, cause I'm tired of whatever comes with it. Or did you just kind of take it on the chin and just be like, this is just life. This is what it is. Go ahead, Janessa, because I have to switch um, devices. No, it's fine. Um, so, to, no, I've never said, no, I don't want my dad to be a pastor anymore. What I have said, and it's interesting how 2020 has panned out, is I want my parents to re relax and rest more. Mm -hmm. um, they're getting older and I just don't know how like these long day trips because they're like they're still going mm -hmm. if they were a pastor you know the pastor and first lady that started 20 years ago gotcha. and they aren't 
they can't do that. Um, and there are times like, I feel, especially now that me, well, me and my sister, you know, been grown, but my brother is a sophomore in college now. He's 19. Wow. And I, it's just like, I wish that my parents could do some things that they've always wanted to do that they probably haven't been able to right, do. Right, right, right. Because it's either been church, church, church. My mom's a, a business owner. You know, it's her business or it's family. Right. Um, and I sometimes feel like they did what they needed to do with their kids. So, you know, now it's time for y'all to do something that y'all want to do. And gotcha. as long as the church is moving and functioning the way that it is, I just don't see my parents doing that. Yes, they take vacations. You know, every year they go on anniversary trip. Like they do do stuff, but like just the hustle and <laughs> of every weekend. Um, you said do do. <laughs> yes, they do. Look at these pumpkins. Pumpkin came out awesome. Sorry. Go ahead. Ooh. Oh, that's good. But yeah, and even things like there are things that my family does outside of the church that kind of take away from them, you know, their me time um so i just really sometimes hope they can get to a point where they can actually on a saturday mm. stay in bed for once you know maybe not every saturday but watch a movie that you've been wanting to see don't you know get up christian movie just go <laughs> we, we discussed the movies we did this one <laughs> Players Club. Tell them to stay in bed and watch Players Club. I have to watch that one. What about you? Uh, what about you, Kelly? You ever did you ever wanted to stop the whole PK stuff to stop because of it? Um, I'm I'm going to be honest with you. I don't remember. I don't okay. know. I'm sure. I'm I'm sure there was a time. Um, because it comes with such great responsibility. Um, but, but overall, no, um, I think my father with, um, with time learned to balance, um, better, um, learn to rest, you know, to Janessa's point, you know, it can get, it, it's a lot, you know, ministry and church can take 24, seven, um, 365, you know, and so if you're not intentional about balancing family time, mm -hmm. those type of things, um, to your point earlier, Rudy, I remember there was a time where, um, you know, my dad was like, I gotta be the one preaching every Sunday, you know, and mm -hmm. now he gets to the point where, you know, other deacons can preach, you know, other mm -hmm. pastors can preach, other ministers can preach, so he can have that time off, because people mm -hmm. sometimes only see you know, the sermon on, you know, the 30, 45 minute sermon on Sunday and don't mm. understand how much time it takes to get there. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, you People know, never stop needing help 24 exactly. hours a day. They always exactly. need Exactly, yeah. exactly. And so I think my father has been more intentional about that. Um, you know, when as I've gotten older, I've understood more. Um, so I don't, I don't think there was ever a time I did not want him to be um, a pastor um or in ministry no my father always my father always showed up um Risa Rudy's sister is my best friend um and she names 
all of the time, all the amazing things that my father did for me growing up, all the times mm -hmm. that he was present and he was there. He made me breakfast every morning, mm -hmm. um, a little bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny, Reese and I, junior, junior, senior year, used to ride to school together. And it, I used to want to, she used to get $20 a week to go to Burger King every, or maybe more than $20, because she went to Burger King every morning and had lunch, and I had a sandwich, and I wanted what she wanted. Hey, she at least you got bacon. But right. Right. She wanted, I had bologna, she but, 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 you, but you know why I think she paid attention to that? Because that wasn't my dad giving them $20 with her. That was my mama. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, when y'all when when y'all was riding to school together, like, my parents weren't even together no more. You know what I'm saying? So, right. And I think even right. by this time, I was in Florida. You know, even by this right. time or whatever. So, so so yeah, so I, I think she had, to your, to what you're saying, I think she had admired that because she my I couldn't tell you the last time I seen my dad cook us breakfast. Or you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or whatever like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't right. know if we we have really experienced that. So that's probably why. But go ahead. Yeah, like I said, and so but I think that ministry allowed him to do those things. You know, mm -hmm. so to your question earlier about, you know, you know, the situation with my father picking me up because his schedule was so flexible. He could make me breakfast every morning before I mm. went to work, you know, before I went mm. to school. Mm. Um, he could be there to pick me up. You know, when parents are working a traditional, you know, nine to five, there's, you know, kind of boundaries and, you know, mm. on those things. Um, you know, so, so no, I said at, at this point in my life, I absolutely adore um, what my father does um right. and i can't remember a time growing up now like i said i have to fact check it but um <laughs> i can't remember a time growing up saying i didn't want you know stop this all i don't want right. to do this anymore i just appreciate right. age and me being able to um um i don't know the word i'm looking for but me being able to live my own life um, you know, growing up, you have to be, you know, you have to go to the same church your parents go to. Like, you don't really have a choice. You know, now right. as an adult, um, like I said, I live about an hour away from my father's church anyway. Um, mm. but pre-COVID, I didn't, I didn't go every Sunday. Mm. Um, so, oh, well, I didn't go to his church. I did go to church, Daddy. I went right. to church. I went to church, Daddy. <laughs> that is. That isn't great. We go to church every Sunday. You bring your Bible and a notepad, a pen and paper, like you go to church. So, right, right. Um, but yeah, but no, I can't. I, I can't always told my dad, I said, if God is everywhere, why do I have to go to his house? Like, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Terry, you, uh, with you last, just a real quick question. Um, did any of your, your fathers, whether it was the travel, anything we talked about today, whether as an adult, as a kid, whatever, was there ever a moment that you ever like wanted him to not be a pastor as a result of like, like I, I, I would much rather him just be a normal person and, you know, and be here or whatever the case may be, as opposed yeah. to, you know, living a pastor life. Um, I mean, I think every, I think everybody in a, not just every preacher's kid, but every, every kid that has a father of a position of authority or responsibility. Mm -hmm. I feel like every doctor's kid probably felt the same way too when he was on mm -hmm. call Mm. or every shrinks mm. kid when they were on call or mm. you know i i feel like every uh, there's a lot of kids who felt that way but uh, you know i really have to hand it to my dad I, I think he really held it he held it down uh was he there all the time no did he make mistakes of course you know did he forget to pick me up from baseball practice while i sat in the rain like a sad story sure <laughs> but 
but did he also coach one of my baseball teams? Yeah, he did. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like he struck a good balance, and hopefully right. yours did too. All of yours did too. Just to, you know, because I, I feel like they they had this natural thing in them where they knew they had this responsibility they had to take care of, but there's a guilt that comes along with it. Like, I'm taking away from mine to give to you, Right which is a responsibility and a, and a privilege if I'm speaking honestly, but also there's a guilt that's in it where I should be giving more to my family than I'm giving to yours. But at the same time, the responsibility of your position says you have to. So I, I felt like he struck a good balance. Like I said, he's, he's not perfect, but you know, overall, you know, a minus, how about that? Right. Does that work? <laughs> that Does A minus work? You know, yeah, yeah. I, I, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't fault it. I did have one question for Kelly though. Uh, I've been, I've been holding it back for, for some time. Um, uh -oh. Because you, you said you grew up at Stone Mountain, right? I did. I've been there several times. What's it like to be, you know, you, growing up at Stone Mountain? black people. Okay, it is it is literally black people. So I get no, what no, you're that's asking. Not what it's, I meant. But what, no, but but I'm saying it's but that's that's what you were alluding to in the because it's definitely like KK. I remember there being KKK problems or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But in reference to like because I grew up in Stone Mountain as well. You know what I'm saying? I grew up down. I live in her. Stone Mountain so, now. Right. <laughs> so so what I'm what, I, what I'm saying is is like I and I and we grew up around people who look like us is what I'm saying. Like it was so it wasn't it had nothing to do with whatever the history or whatever was because. What was there when we were there were just a bunch of people who looked like us, literally. Yes, but I mean, it's the largest Confederate monument in the country. That's what I'm and, saying. But yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know it was even there. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like it wasn't even a, a relevance to me because it everybody didn't, it, we didn't, it didn't absorb to you at all. That's what you're saying. Never, never even knew it was a thing. Is what I'm that's saying. That's good to know. <laughs> See, that's I love. My mom walks around Stone Mountain like every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. No, yeah. I, it's it's for. I love firsthand information because I've <laughs> I've been there. There's like a gift shop, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the whole, it's a whole deal. Like I don't. I mean, Georgia's still Georgia. You go to South Carolina, any of these places, like you're gonna still, you know what I'm saying? See residue, you know what I'm saying? And if you go to certain places, it get even heavier. But Atlanta, the Atlanta area, um, is one of the you know places where, like I said, you know it's 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 pretty, it's pretty black. Um, well, and, and that, that leads to my second question slash joke, which is, um, how do you think those four generals on that mountainside would feel knowing that the surrounding community is predominantly black? I don't know. I mean, because I, I saw the laser show on that same mountainside. So I don't, I mean, yes, I don't really think they're thinking about it, is what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, well, I mean, they're dead, I, so they're not thinking about it. <laughs> but still. Yeah, I mean, I've seen that, I've seen that same yeah. laser show, so I don't, I don't know. Um, right. Fair enough. <laughs> Nonetheless. Prodding for information. This, no, this is all going to go on my Monday podcast. <laughs> so, right. 
<laughs> shout out, shout out, Stone Mountain. Uh, I've been up and down and around. Uh, good little, good little uh, hike. Um, all right, man. Well, that's been another episode. You guys want to? Uh, we'll start with you, Janessa. You want to uh, plug away? Instagram. Wait, plug. Like I have oh, one more oh. thing I want to say. Oh, go for it. I'm sorry. For the people watching, um, because I'm assuming that the people that are drawn to this podcast um, are people in the church. From our conversation today, I do want them to gather that. Never mind. Cut this out. Go ahead, Janessa. <laughs> <laughs> we can't cut it out now. It's too good. She had two can. She done had two can of worms. She was getting ready to open. She was like, "Nah, another podcast." Yeah, yeah she a can like, of whoop ass. Nah, nah. Started to open it. Nah. Yes, I'm about to go there. I was about to go there, and I was like, "You know what? Never mind." All right, never mind. Plug away. Well, you can find me on Instagram at jriana double underscore j r i a n a double underscore. I will add you as a friend. I am public or free or whatever is called. Right. <laughs> Or uh, <laughs> order your order your pies from Terry's Pies. Um, <laughs> Can I if get you don't want to, if you don't want to do that, it's Terry Wayne Comedy on all media platforms. In case you want some laughs instead of some awesome pies, but I'd go with the pies. Just be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, Princess Kells fifty one, but it's private. But it's Friday. <laughs> I, hope you, I hope you can get in VIP. She got the velvet rope across her. <laughs> you got to get a shakedown before you get it set up. Um, and RudyComedy.com for me, man. Uh, I appreciate the three of you guys. This was a great conversation. Um, very insightful. I feel like I learned something about you guys. I feel like you guys learned something about me. Um, you know, I feel and, like I'm uh, gonna send you a pie, Rudy. I'm gonna send you a pie. <laughs> please, please don't send cake or cookies. <laughs> I, I don't like pie. I'm sorry. And no, no offense to your specialty, but I'm just not a pie eater. You know take, what? I, I'll now take Kelly cake, gets the pie. You happy now? <laughs> I'll take it. All right, you get nothing. Right. And maybe Janessa will send you a peach cobbler. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just essentially, just a pie that messed up. But whatever. <laughs> Next week, I need pictures of everyone's Thanksgiving um, contributions, including yours, Rudy. So find a contribution. I, I need to see these. Really, I'm going to have a fork to my mouth. Like, eh. <laughs> Rudy's going to screen grab his Uber Eats menu for uh, like what his contribution is. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, we're picking up ourselves. I wouldn't dare pay Uber Eats. That's too expensive. That's too much. No, cut, out, cut, out, cut out the middleman. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um. Oh, hey, yeah, man. This has been dope, man. Uh, the worst ones every single Monday. Uh, you can find us on Spotify. Kevin Lee, she gets on me all the time about that. And really, all platforms where you can find podcasts, the, uh, the iPhone podcast app, all that stuff. Um, there every How do you week. find it on the iPod app? You just search I the worst ones podcast. And we'll, we will I did pop that. Up. It didn't show up. Well, I didn't put podcast. Yeah, the worst ones podcast. Because yeah, I've, I've, I've tried it myself, and it, it comes up. Okay, I just tried the worst ones. It didn't come up, yeah. but I'll try the podcast. The worst ones podcast, uh, Spotify, like I said, all these different platforms. Uh, YouTube, No Life Boys Production, uh, YouTube channel every single Monday. Uh, other than that, man. Hey, take them pecans out of the oven. <laughs> <laughs> talking to a ghost. All right. <laughs> <laughs>